Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Maybe that's what it is, Al. Maybe it's a little yeah along the way. We got a couple of suggestions. We were talking... Uh, senior year quotes in your yearbook i yeah. imagine most everybody's out of school by now right june 9th <laughs> just about everybody's done yes yeah, this week or next week some of the kids i coach there it's like they have a week and a half left okay so we're, we're we're getting closer so you got your your senior quote and i i wanted one we didn't have those at arcadia high class mm-hmm. of 89 shout out to the apaches um but i always kind of wanted a, a signature thing and tim writes you do you have salt and fat salt fat's a good one and two things can be true at the same time i do say that a lot because it's true right two opposite things can be true at the same time (laughs) did you sign your kids uh yearbook did i what did you sign your kids yearbook like when they brought it home were you like let me (laughs) let let me me see that michael give you a little bobby (laughs) bonus yeah bobby come here have a good summer so tell okay what about this Susan was very interested in getting her hands on yearbooks to see what was written in them. She wanted to know. And I'm like, I don't want to know any of that stuff because all it's going to do is make me ask a bunch of questions that I don't want the answer to. Mm-hmm. Would you want to read that stuff? So, wait. Like her you own or no, her, no, no. Her our, kids. Our, our children. Do what they want her to read? No, it? no, 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 no. Do if you had kids that yeah. are in high school, I don't want to read. Neither it. did I, no. and she really wanted to see. No, I need to. I want to see what's going on. I want to know what. What, what about this no. person? What about? No. I don't want any of that. Yeah. I, ignorance is bliss. Did she read them? She probably has read. Most Were of they them. okay with? Or yeah. did they have no idea that she read them? Okay, they're not listening right now. My children, Michael, are could be read. Generally, pretty well behaved. Generally, you know, they, they, they have some moments, but they haven't gotten in any yeah, yeah. big kind of dust up kind of yeah. things. So she was so probably was like, harmless. this is boring. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm like, I don't want to know. This would be but a lot juicier. Was, let's say it was like, hey, remember that night we went out and had a bunch of beers? I just really would rather not know about that. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pretend that everything's fine, that they were having hot chocolate. Like, I understand what happens. It just, just says, prefer not to know. It just says, you just write it in there. I can't believe we're having beers right now while we're signing this. It could have been. At school. Could, oh, school, that's nothing. That's that's probably the least crazy thing that's going on in schools. I'm just that you just wait. <laughs> it gets crazier and crazier Sounds and crazier. Like I got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> you do. ESPN Radio Sheesh. is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Before we go to the the NBA, I gotta give a little love. Uh, watching the Dodger game last night, you've told me you've heard me say how much I enjoy listening to Joe Davis call the game. I think he's just an A plus. I think that Oral Hershiser is an A plus. But on the road, when the Dodgers are traveling. They kind of have a rotating cast of guys that go through. Dontrell Willis has done a lot of games. I think he's yeah. really good. Jessica Mendoza has done games. Um, Jose Moda has done some games. They have some guys. But you know who's just awesome is Eric Karros. He had, and I don't yeah, know. He if, kept saying, you, you love his personality. He had a couple of things last night, Slee. I'm, I'm watching the game. I laughed out loud sitting on my couch because he does a thing that you don't hear very often anymore. Mm-hmm where he will drop bombs on guys that are just kind of out of nowhere. There was a guy comes up for the White Sox, and it's late in the game. It's the eighth inning, and he does this thing about how, you know, roster construction is a big thing in Major League. You know that you're only going to get a certain amount of guys that are almost guaranteed to get a fourth at bat. Mm-hmm. These are the guys at the top of the order that are going to, by the time it turns over, you're going to get a fourth. He goes, and this guy's hitting 140. 
You want him to get another at bat? And then the guy swings and strikes out on the next pitch. He goes, okay, then. Like, it was great to just kind of hear what everyone else was thinking. A couple batters later, Yasmani Grandal comes up to bat, uh, former Dodger, and he kind of starts picking up where he left. He goes, no, there's another one in the middle. He's batting 165 or whatever it is. And he's, and next pitch, guy gets a lace, laces a base hit to the outfield. And Joe Davis kind of gives him a little, hey, you know, well, that looked pretty good. He goes, no, 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 no. That ball hit his bat. He didn't do anything. The ball hit the bat. It was awesome. It's I loved funny. it. It's funny because. It's like, what do you want from your, what do you want from your broadcasters, or what do you want from your color guy? Like, what kind of personality do you want that person to have? Listening to Stu Lance for X amount of years, mm-hmm. it's going to be completely different. Listening to a different TV sure. broadcaster in the color seat, or whatever the case is, it is kind of interesting what gets people and what you know somebody. Because I, I find myself, there's times I could be listening to a nationally televised game, and it happens on ESPN. So it's like, man, I hear I'm hearing that guy way too much. I want that guy less. Could be a color guy, right? And then there's other times I'm like, man, I wish that guy would talk more. He's really good every time he talks. It's yeah. just like this interesting balance. It, it, it's it's different. It you just don't hear the sort of things. But that somebody you that can make it's you really chuckle, funny. Somebody that can make you chuckle in a sports broadcast like that. That's that's unique because I don't think that happens too often where somebody's making you laugh. Which is why some of those guys do stand out when you're doing Mark Jackson and Van Gundy and they're together and all of a sudden they're having some type of dialogue. That's that's a unique chemistry. And they have the they're they're funny and insightful. Like mm-hmm. I, I think Oral is about as good of an analyst as you're going to find. He he says something two or three times a game like. I never thought of that like that. Yeah, he's you, just you said you learned something incredibly yeah. um, observant, and he's 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 a different type of funny. Mm-hmm. But Carroll's just dropping bombs on the White Sox yesterday, just endlessly amused me. I I enjoyed it a great deal. I enjoyed it much more than watching another NBA game. Come which on, was halfway through the fourth quarter, I'm like, yep, this one Celtics okay, got this could, one. Could it back. be as simple as this? When Mason and Ireland come in, and I ask John, "Hey, are you enjoying these NBA Finals?" What do you think John's response is going to be? I, I wouldn't be surprised if he went either way, honestly. I would think that John's going to say, I am enjoying him. And just because he loves basketball, I think you're going to get more people that are, um, it just depends, right? Like Mason may say if NBA is not his favorite sport, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not enjoying it as much. I wish the games were a little bit closer. I think it falls a little bit on the, along the lines of if you're just, uh, you know, if you're a big fan of the game or if you're not as big of a fan of the game. I know what you want. I want and, and listen, close can, games. Can it's I tell not you something? Super complicated. It doesn't have to be super complicated. But when you watch an NFL game, uh-huh. even if the score is twenty-six to thirteen, and you're an NFL fan, I know it didn't come down right to the end. You can walk away and say, "I enjoyed that game. That was a great game." Even though it didn't come down no, to the final I, no. possession. If it's twenty-six to thirteen, it wasn't a great game. Unless they right, scored what it was, a couple I was going to say, touchdowns. what if it was twenty to thirteen? Yeah, and then they different. scored a touchdown but right there at the 20 end. Twenty to thirteen is—I don't know how the game's going to end with five minutes to go. That's not what's happening. The, these games are decided by yeah, the midway through the fourth quarter. You're not even even when a squad comes back and they go. They were down eighteen. They come all the way back and and just that run to get it all the way there. I don't even think you're enjoying that. But that's just the NBA. That's just runs, right? That happens. Yeah, it's a one-point game in the no, third no. Quarter. I get, I get it, I get it. But then the Celtics just put it away from there. Mm-hmm. It was the the other run went back the other way. I want to like it. I want to be sitting on my couch saying, "Do you? Yeah, I don't know who's going to win this game. There's five minutes to go. Is Steph going to take the got, shot? You have not had that. In do the they? Finals. Do they move you to Clay? 
you know, does Jordan Poole finally not? Did Jason Tatum, he's kind of cold tonight. Do they go to Smart? Do they go to Tatum? Like, let, let's mix this up a little bit. I don't what, know. Do you call timeout? Do you not? Is that a bad call? We haven't even talked about the officiating, really, because it hasn't really mattered. What's been the most, in the three games in the finals, what's been most interesting to you? What, what storyline has stood out to you in these three games? Has there been one? That Jason Tatum hasn't played great and they're still ahead. That that's I, I guess if you put me on this, uh, force me to pick that the best player on the team with the series lead hasn't been the best player in the series. That mm-hmm. that's unusual, right? That Steph Curry has Steph's played the really the really well, yeah. and they're behind. And it feels like as good as he's been, he's got to go to a whole other place, or they're in real trouble. Do you think? Um... It's kind of funny because we'll talk about the basketball portion of this. We're doing this. Uh, we're talking about Clay kind of coming into the coming into the NBA Finals. It was like, all right, I'm not actually sure what Clay you're going to get. The Warriors, the teams that they faced to get to the NBA Finals versus who Boston had to go through to get to the NBA Finals. The tests were completely different. Um, do you find yourself thinking that the Warriors are vulnerable right now? Or yeah, do you think I there's mean, an overreaction to that? I don't think they're – no, I don't think it's a vulnerability. I think it's they're not as good as the Celtics. I think the Celtics are better. I, I mean, the Warriors can certainly win because – Before Steph the series started, high. what do you think? I thought the Warriors were going to win. Okay. And I, I, I did. And I think that's – and I think a lot of that had to do with experience more yes, than just no question. skill set. No question. And I think now you're starting to watch the series. You're like, wait a minute. I don't know how much experience can take over yeah, I agree with you. the talent part or the size part or the – the length part, or multiple guys that can score versus a team that's so dependent on one player. Clay was good last night, but he has not been his best in this series. Draymond's been not very good. Yep. Jordan Poole's been worse than that. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Those are your three second-best players, right? Okay, but Steph's what? your guy, but no one else has really stepped up and filled that void. That's that's a huge problem. You can't overcome that just with experience. you gotta, you got to make some baskets. Tell me what changes. Is... What you saw from Clay yesterday, is it likely that Clay has the rest of the series has twenty five point games? Is it Draymond's going to play a lot better and impact the game the way he used to, even the way he still does? But the, he's going to have that impact in the series, or is it Jordan Poole is going to be the player he was in the regular season? I don't think any of those are guarantees. Like I don't like I think you're. I, I remember before the series started, I thought Wiggins was going to be a key factor in the series because he's one of the guys that actually has the size to say, hey, I can guard Jason Tatum. I could go up against Jalen Brown. And he's a good player. Like, he just sure. is a fourth option. That's unbelievable. That's fantastic. He's been okay, right? Like, he hasn't done anything special. I don't know really what cha- – like, the Warriors almost – it's starting to look like the Warriors have to play – not perfect basketball, but they got to play pretty they damn play good pretty, basketball yeah, I, I agree if they're with that. going to beat the Celtics. I, it, I, it's so hard to do this from game to game because it changes so quickly. But when I watch both of these teams, and they're both really good, I, I, you, the, it feels like the Warriors are kind of winding down a little bit. Not not that they're – I mean, they're in the finals and they're down 2-1. to one. It's far from a yeah. – it's a wrap, but – you're, what you just said, it now feels like before when they were going through this, it's like they just kind of just need to be themselves and they're going to hammer people. Now they need to go up a little bit to get there, whereas the Celtics feel like they're just getting started. Like, mm-hmm. hey, once we kind of get comfortable in these moments, once Jason Tatum gets comfortable in these moments, we're going to just dangerous. go from – That's it's exactly dangerous. right. And that's one of those, as a Laker fan, it's like, 
Oh, boy. Do well, not me, let them get comfortable in these moments because they may be back here a lot more than we would like to see. I want to throw a couple things your way when we come back, and they're both associated with the Lakers, okay? One that ties in the Warriors with the Lakers. Uh, the other side that ties the Celtics with the Lakers. We can do that when we come back. All right, that's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And this year, the ESPYs is recognizing the 50th anniversary of Title IX. And to celebrate, 710 wants to award an honorary ESPY to an outstanding athlete, a volunteer, an administrator, or a coach for their contributions that they've made to their local community in the areas of broadening access to sports for girls. So if you would like to nominate somebody for an honorary ESPY because they've been a great athlete, because they've been an unbelievable volunteer, an administrator, or a very, very special coach in helping more girls gain access to sports, go to ESPNLA.com, click on the contest page and make your nomination today now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom Añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained poured it was green and good Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. <laughs> this is high school, bro. <laughs> Get you all excited, though. Look at you. Damn. That's old school. See, this is where our age gap comes in a little bit. And the music was so different because it was literally hip-hop, and it was just some random wannabe rock. You know what I mean? What but do you mean wannabe? Yeah, they are It's not like yeah. rock rock. What is you know it? What Punk I mean? rock. Yeah, yeah but it's not like, it's not it's like rock. rock. It's not the Rolling Stones, but it's, <laughs> I mean. It would... Rock would be Rage Against the Machine. Like that's This, this hits me as more rock than rage. Yeah. I feel like it's uh, depending on your generation, your yeah. definition. I, I just don't like that you said that you were in high school when this came out because I'd had like five years of my career under my belt by the time that this song hit me. And Man, you were like running funny. around doing P.E. in fourth period. That uh, doesn't Was make it, me feel super great. Remember when they'd always do this? So stupid. Everybody always fell for it. Hey, it's the final mile you have to run for the year. It's because we're about to go on holiday break. Uh-huh. And then you come back in January and you have to start running again. I'd be like, yeah, and they're like, you idiots. <laughs> you fell for that. Yeah, you got to come back. And Speaking of high school, school. Uh, Janice, our, our, our peer here, our colleague, our teammate, I believe is the uh, vernacular that we're currently using. Um, our teammate Janice tweeted at us, Slee. It says, speaking of senior yearbooks, thanks, Trav and Slee, I'll hopefully be recreating my senior yearbook as an autograph book for my high school reunion next week. Have you gone to your reunions? I went to my first one. Yeah, the 10-year. Ten. Did you like it? Uh, it was okay. You know, it's, it is kind of the 10-year, put it this way, I don't think I'd go to another one. The 10-year, it was an interesting vibe. You know, being 10 years out of high school, mm-hmm. and a lot of the people you're still like, still? Like you're still still kind of same personality? You know, have you not really? It was just, it was an interesting vibe, and I could see that, the next one, the twenty, I didn't go to, but that was COVID. Oh, so that okay. was that, and, yeah, that, but, well. but but I had already kind of decided I'm you good. Gonna go I don't regardless. need to go. I wasn't going to go. Yeah, but I feel like that one would be more like adults talking in a room and having a conversation where 
the 10 didn't seem that way. So it's interesting. Jorge, have you gone to yours? No, and please don't invite me. Okay. Emily, yours hasn't even come up yet, right? that would be in two years. Yeah, so she's got a ways to go. So I... Your description of the ten year high school reunion was exactly my experience. Yeah. It was it was we're still acting like this. We're it, still it was yeah. it was and people were still trying really hard. Yeah. No, right? I, they, I know they what were you mean. trying really people. hard to be something. Yeah. Right? I did go to my twentieth as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody's kind of mellowed out by that point. You kinda of are who you are and you Seems kinda like you're, you're far more comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And it was a much more enjoyable thing, and I don't ever need to go to another one. Because I'm already, I'm already past my thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Like we, I'm thirty three years ago. I graduated from yeah, high school. Yeah. I guess yep. it is. So, but you, if they reboot the COVID one that got squashed, reconsider. I'd be, I'd be consider, I'd, I'd be curious because it was a, oh, that guy's not trying quite. And by the way, I'm sure I fall smackly into these categories mm-hmm. as well. But you just kind of like, yeah, I'm, I kind of know who I am now. I'm comfortable in my own skin. It's different. I'm coming up on my 20th in two years. You're old, be, man. I know. You're not as old as me, but you're, you're, you're old. Who <laughs> plans years. these things? Yeah. I haven't been to my wife. Yeah, exactly. Really? Yeah. It's, 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 like, it's, I don't know who plans. She I know plans all does. of them. She planned She's, the first two. We no, no, no. Not even your high school. She's planning other high schools, too. We have all the stuff. You <laughs> need a lot of um, Do you need a, a girl's basketball jersey from 1987? We got it. She's got it. Do you need a track uniform from 1994? We got it. Do you need an old newspaper, the Apache News from They got it. It's in the garage. Everything's in the we garage. We got it. Next to the sombreros yep. and the hula skirts. We got everything. Got everything there. That you can imagine. You, I interrupted you before you were going to say something. No, no, the so we were talking about kind of tying You mentioned that the Warriors don't have enough right now. It seems like they don't have enough. Just they need to be nuclear to win. So, it's kind of funny. You know, something that the Warriors have done, let's say they don't win it this year. All right, what if they, you know, they realize, like, okay, we can only get so far with these guys, whether it's going to be the competition coming in the Western Conference or it's going to be the competition later in the Eastern Conference. They have assets to go do things. They have legit, let's say the Warriors decided, you know what, this summer we're going to shop Wiseman, we're going to shop Poole, we're going to shop Wiggins. We're going to shop all our guys. And I'm talking about the guys, the outside of those those core three. They can do that. Mm-hmm. So they could go make a legitimate trade to go say, we need somebody that is good enough to stand side-by-side side with Steph Curry. I'm not saying it's Kevin Durant, but when they had KD, it was like, all right, you didn't have to depend everything on Steph. I know KD is not even a fair comp. They have assets to go be like when you when if you think that the Warriors, hey, this is their final run if they didn't win it, hypothetically, bro, that's not the case. Eh. They have the assets to go out and go go make some moves. They do, and and they've been they've been very patient because I would have said coming into this year, why don't you shop some of these guys and go get another All Star? Like mm-hmm. why wouldn't you? Well, they got this far without doing that. They got all these assets that are there. They built up some of their assets, and maybe they don't take that model. Maybe their model is, no, we're not going to go trading some of our guys or a lot of our pieces. But I don't think the Warriors are going anywhere. That's the point that I'm trying to make over these next couple of years. So Clay is 32, Steph is 34, and I'm going I'm to look up real quick. At Draymond's right around the same Yeah, age. he's got to be pretty good. 33, Google's maybe. pretty smart. I Googled Steph. Draymond just. K-L-A. Autofilled yep, clay. Yep. I got in D, and it autofilled Draymond. And pretty, pretty smart. Draymond's thirty-two as well. I, I agree. That's they not have old. assets. It's not old, but it's not young either. It, it's they do have assets. They do have flexibility. They have the thing that I've talked about with the Dodgers over and over again. Multiple paths to success. Yep. They do. 
but the NBA is still about who are your best players, right? That if your best players need to play like it, and then your supporting cast needs to carry some water along the way. Their best players are aging. So you can change the pieces around them, but their best players, they're not in their 20s anymore. They're in their early to mid-30s. And, and you can change, you can swap out Wiggins, you can swap out, you know, whoever else, you Wiseman when he comes in, whoever yep. else you want to do yep. it with. And, and that's fine. But the, the, the guys still need to perform at a high level. Clay uh, is close. Steph certainly is. Draymond's kind of not. It's it's aging a little more quickly than I think you think it is. So they got to the NBA Finals based on what they have. They got to the NBA mm-hmm. Finals based on what they have. They're the favorites walking into the NBA Finals based on what they have. They were the favorites coming in. I don't think that franchise is going to sit around. And I, I really, truly feel they got good enough assets to go get another All-Star. They do. So what you're saying is not incorrect. But you add another All-Star to that team – a legitimate all-star, it it will all of a sudden the pressure that's on these guys right now kind of goes away. I guess it depends on who it is. Of course but, it does. But an all I mean, if it's an Anthony Davis kind of guy who's there half the time, who's not, who plays well one night, who kind of a, if, if it's Kevin Durant, of course. I'm not talking about KD. But if it's if it's just kind of another really good player, you still need your best players to be your best players. But nobody's saying that your best players aren't supposed to perform. That's the case with any. Sport, I, I get any it. But that's why I the, for the Warriors for me, they're still very good. Mm-hmm. They're still they're going to be very good next year too. I don't. It's not like they're gonna crater and be out of the playoffs but we've seen it before right where the team of the warriors have a dynasty right they've got three championships six finals appearances they may get a fourth championship we'll see how this plays out it's a dynasty by any measure i think they end guys start to get a little bit older and they don't go from dynastic to terrible Mm -hmm. but they go from dynastic to it's not quite what it was to, okay, they're still pretty good. They're a tough out. But next thing you know, they're just rank-and-file guys. And it feels like we've come over the top of the mountain with this group. I'd be worried about the Warriors for a couple more years. I would be. They'll, listen, they'll if you went out, and I, there's no need to associate a player. But there's Will a Clay lot of Thompson be better next year than he is this year? No, but that's – Will Steph? Uh, Steph probably stay on par. I, I agree with yeah, both Steph of those. What about Draymond? Um, they got some work to do to figure I, out some I, of their size. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So two of your but if three they traded best players, for a Bradley Beal, that's not out of the ordinary. He's okay. If he was that great, wouldn't they have made some noise at some? You know, and I don't mean to, to throw shade at him, but Bradley Beal's a good the, player. He, he's a fine player. It's not yeah. the point. The point is there are like ten guys in the Bradley league. Bradley Beal's an even that are better player players. on a team where Maybe. now you're not asked to who, who do knows? everything. Maybe. You know, I mean, until you see it, you just what, don't really what know. What player has turned the Wizards around or something like that? Nope. You know what I mean? Nobody. I, and I th- that's my point. But you can't just say, oh, well, th- th- there's only a handful of guys that are real different. Steph mm-hmm. is certainly one of them. Mm-hmm. KD, LeBron. They're, 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 we know who they are. So just throwing another guy in there. AD was for a, a moment in time. But to just kind of – it feels well, like this their, is their last really great shot. They won their only championship – with Clay, Draymond, and Steph early on at their peak. At their peak, yeah. I, and I don't even know if peak is the right word because I think they were 25, 26, They were certainly there. at their athletic peak, right? Really, their peak was with KD, sure. and KD was on that team. Yeah. Uh, do you notice this or no? It's kind of starting to dawn a little bit if it does happen. Watching the game yesterday, it kept showing Paul Pierce. Is Paul Pierce 
do anything to you? Do anything to me and like he still annoys me. Oh, he always has. I mean, he was so annoying as a player. And now see, seeing him, you know, I get it. He's in Boston. It's the NBA Finals. But they won't stop showing him. And every time they show him, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, but he's I, – I, I get it. I, I, hear, I feel the same way. I just – I can't – Paul Pierce was the guy that got wheelchaired off the game that came back. Like, I'm, I'm done, man. I'm – I'm out at that point. Could be he, that, he, but he's, he's a, also he's a, the guy that beat the Lakers you know, in 2008. I'm not saying he's not a great player. He's mm-hmm. a he's a great great player. But once you do that, you're kind of done. I'm kind of like I'm not even going to get worked oh, up with, about you. I'm with you, you on that one. I'm just okay. You're you got it. But that even annoys me. <laughs> what does? When he got wheeled off and then of started jogging back. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, yeah, that was on. I year. guess that's the real story. <laughs> Look, I, I so you needed a wheelchair. Yes. I mean, look, we've all been in, shall we say, distress. No, we have not. Not like that. We've all had moments where I'm in deep trouble. We've It's happened. It's, one of my old bosses called The wheelchair called it, move was, that was actually pretty smart. One of my bosses called it the great equalizer. It's like the time when we're all equally human, right? There's just, there's, there's, you've been there, I, with, and it's the great equalizer, but don't you just kind of duck walk into the locker room as fast as you can? Why do I need a wheelchair? Because the Celtics wear white uniforms. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it's a good explanation, I guess. It's a right. good explanation. That's what I anything have. else. <laughs> I mean. You, they were we, not the, I don't know. Who wears all blue? You need Thunder? It. Orlando. Orlando? <laughs> yeah. You need the Knicks the black uniforms. <laughs> OKC. Yeah, you need to throw the the, the Lakers Sundays the from a couple of years Chicago ago. Bulls. Those black ones. That the, the Bulls are perfect. The Bulls would be a good way to do it. All right. Draymond's got a pod and. People are upset, I guess. I don't know why, but we'll try to figure it out. Stravensley, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What was your wardrobe That's in high such school? such a Blink-182. They all yeah. sound kind of yeah. similar, right? What was my wardrobe? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to picture you like 16 Versace. years old. No, were you a shorts guy to school? Were shorts, you a yeah. jeans guy, a no, khakis I'd wear, guy? I wear shorts. Yeah. Sadie, Alcohol warm. and is hot as hell. Yeah, no, it's hot. It's hot, but let's say it's January. You going shorts still? Are you that no, guy? No, no, I'll wear jeans. Jeans? Yeah. You know that kids don't wear jeans anymore. They don't? No. Really? No. What do they wear? Like like the sweats. 
Sweatpants. Not sweat. Well, sometimes sweats, but it's like almost like khakis, like black khakis, navy blue, brown, like uh, pants, slacks. But genius. they're not nice. They're like durable. Like tough skins were sixty years ago. Kind of one of those deals. I just try, I'm trying to picture you in high school, and you're you're listening to a little Blink 182, a little Eminem. No, I was listening more to more to hip hop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Little Eminem. Like yeah. what, what what's going on in your life? What, what 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 are we wearing? What's the what's the important brand? Like for me, you needed a Varney T-shirt. You needed you needed the T-shirt. That you know had what the I Varnay was? Logo. I got it. Now that I'm thinking about it, whatever was on sale at Macy's. So if it was Nautica, we're gonna wear Nautica. See us, it was if, Mervins. Yeah, oh, Mervins you had Mervins going. <laughs> if Polo Ralph Lauren had a sale, it was like okay, they're grabbing. So you that were a t-shirt. little more not formal, the wrong word, but you had nice like a Nautica preppy. or right, preppy. Thank you, that's a better word. Oh, the Kanye look. That's what I pictured you. The actually the Kanye look was very look. common, like a Nautica. What what's the other? What I'm trying to think. Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah, like, but yeah, it, yeah. those Billabong. I I say that Billabong. No, that that's but that's a little too casual for what I'm picturing, right? Because like Billabong was Bill. I don't think Billabong was a thing when I was in high school. It was but more white. That kind of thing was like more. <laughs> that was my friend Parker. He would OP. wear Billabong. Right, but you're yeah, San early. Diego. I mean, I know you're a little inland San Diego. It's still kind of a beachy vibe. Oh no, guys, Nobody was going with that. Guys would definitely go surfing. I just was not the surfing or the skateboard. Were you a guy. comb Michelle? your hair guy, or were you a throw on a baseball cap guy? I was comb your hair. Yeah, I had a, I had a kind of a little froish. You have a picture? <laughs> I know AK put a, pic, a picture once. So Al's got no, pictures of I him mean, with yeah, hair. I, my you you house. you look. Ten years older with hair than without. I don't. So I, weird. You're you the only that. person I've ever seen that looks significantly younger, bald. That's so weird. Yeah, that's shocking to me. Am, am I wrong? Time I see Emily, those, have you seen that picture? Right. Every time I, I have, see those and pictures, I agree with you, Travis. Do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You look good, bald. You got a cap you do. on. It looks good. You've got you've got the right size head. Okay, let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> see. Your your head. You just have a measuring tape. No, You're like, I, come here, come here. I, I don't know if you've learned this about me yet. Pay attention to weird things, okay? Your your head is the perfect size for your body. Everything is perfectly proportional. Okay. You don't have like those weird ridges that people get in their head. Mm-hmm. You don't have that thing that looks like a pack of hot dogs on the back of your neck. <laughs> Smiling okay? back. Right? You just, you don't have, Jorge knows what I'm talking about. You don't have Wrinkles, the smile man. on the back. You it's don't have funny. like, um. You you have very smooth skin on your scalp. It okay. looks it looks right. Me, even though I'm a bigger guy, my head is disproportionately large. Okay, so it looks even more. So it looks like I got a beach ball and a toothpick. If all of a sudden <laughs> I, I shave, I go. Have you ever short like gone you? Gone full ball? I have. I have. And it, I look for a reason. Well, so during the pandemic, I did it because I was just kind of over it, right? Like, just let's take it down. Don't you have to? You basically have to shave your head more. Like when I had hair, I wouldn't. I'd get a haircut every couple of weeks, three weeks. Yeah. With a shaved head, you're shaving your head twice a week. I needed to do it just because I needed something to do. And I hidden it, but I don't look, you, you look good, bald. You have the, Thank your you. head is perfectly Appreciate shaped and you don't have, what did you call it, Hori? The smile? The smile in the back, yeah. the wrinkle. That's wrinkle. funny, bro. Yeah. It's I, funny I, when I, you say that. I feel I knew, like I have that. I've never heard that, but I knew exactly what you're talking yeah. about right out the gate. And Slee doesn't have it. He does, no, smooth. It's nice and smooth. Thanks, you guys. should, you should, uh, Thank you. I feel you better should be about a bald model. What would you model if you were a bald guy? What could it be? Mr. Clean. Yeah, Mr. Clean. <laughs> Mr. Clean's not bad, but you could do like glasses, you know, because you want, you, you, there's not a lot of things that can't do products. You need something that's nice and smooth for you. Gel, hair gel. <laughs> yeah. Like right. nair. Shampoo. You could, you could nair the top Come of your on. scalp. There we go. Hi, I'm Alan Sliwa here for nair. I only use shampoo. <laughs>
Why do you use shampoo? <laughs> <laughs> PSPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. So apparently um, people are listening to uh, Draymond's podcast, the little uh, recon. Make no mistake, several Boston coaches are turning in every episode. Dallas staffers at least monitored snippets of the feed for information during the finals, especially with the amount of time between games. Both teams are definitely looking for any small advantage they possibly can. That's all according to uh, Jake Fisher from Bleacher Report. I, I mean, I guess, I've been listening. I, 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 have you heard one yet? No. Like just during the NBA finals, I've heard snippets of it, but I it no. will get out in Twitter and everything else. I, I will say this: something he said and Steph has said um, throughout the finals. It's like, guys, when you're a couple games into a series, we know what they want to do. They know what we want to do. It's just a matter of who actually does it, who does it well. Who does it right? So I don't think there's going to be too many surprises the rest of the way. What guy actually hit jumpers? What guy wasn't hitting jumpers? Uh, do I think that assistant coaches would listen to another player talking about the game for 20 minutes after a game? I do think so. Maybe there is a nugget or two. Is that going to be the difference of the game? No, I don't think so. But I think it's part of their job to say, hey, go listen to Draymond. He say anything? Draymond have anything in there? That's sure. A weird assignment, right? Sure. Hey, assistant coach number six, I need you to go download Draymond's podcast and comb it for salient details. Have that we, seems weird. But have we had anything like this in sports? And maybe we have. I, I genuinely don't know. That's that's why I think his podcast is so unique. Have we had a player in the playoffs who is recording a podcast right after the game? And just talking about what happened for twenty minutes. Can you think? Can you think of one? I can't. Um, no, I don't know if it's because the format's still kind of, sort of new. That athlete. I, I think what's changed is before players were employees, right? You do what the coach says. You do what the general manager says. You do what the team owner says. And if you want to do uh, media, you wait until ESPN or Fox or whoever comes in and asks you questions. The local newspaper, LA Times, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And then you you can talk about it. And then when you go yep. home, that's it. And and you don't really do that stuff. But it what's changed, A, just the technology. It's super easy to do now. You can do a podcast on your phone and post it in 10. Super easy. Um but the bigger thing is, is that Draymond really doesn't kind of answer to anybody. And none of the really big stars do. There's very little that you could say, don't do that. Now, if everybody kind of got together, if it was Clay and Steph and Steve Kerr and Bob Myers, they could say, hey, this, Dre, you got to You got to stop, man. You're giving away some of the stuff we want to do. I think he would listen to that. But I don't know. It's it's minute little details maybe along the way. It just feels that everybody's more comfortable just talking all the time. And I think he's just kind of at the front of the line with talking all the time. You have players, um, you know, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson had a really popular podcast. They they may still very well be doing it. They're, they both, done, good. they're both done with their career. J.J. Reddick's got a really good podcast. He's as good. And he will go. He's on the road, and it's, hey, I got Luca with me because he was calling one of the games, and they did Luca. They're in the same city. That's awesome. Like, that's very unique. But this is different because Draymond finished game three of the NBA Finals at the TD Garden in Boston, goes back to his hotel, turns the mic I, on, I turns the, the video on, yeah. and all of a sudden he's talking about it. I don't have any issue with it. I mean, I think those who have but issues I, with it, it's kind of stupid to me, but it's because it, I think it's the first that it's maybe. getting the conversation. I, I just don't understand the the there there. You know what I mean? I, it's just, okay, he's, he does one. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? I, I just I just don't understand. You don't think the- that's interesting that after a game, Tom Brady in the playoffs goes and talks about the game for 30 minutes uninterrupted. Nobody asks him any question, kind of gives the X's and the O's, his feelings. This is what happened in this game. That's what happened in this. I find that fascinating. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just it's a different I'm, perspective. I, I'm deeply, deeply cynical when these guys talk. I mm-hmm. really am. I, How I, so? What do you I, mean? I always assume they have an agenda. I want to tell you what's in my best interest. But are were you doing the same thing when you're doing your show? Yeah, but I'm. Yeah, of course. Isn't every person who's doing a sportscast or a sports yeah, show I'm or only a TV show or whatever me. the case is? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I mean that sincerely. That I I don't, I don't know. I just that, once the game's over, I've watched the game. I, I I don't know. I'll get some quotes from some guys. It just doesn't hit me like that. It just really doesn't. I Draymond, I watched it. What he saw, okay. If there's something really super juicy, I'll it'll get to me eventually. But I, I don't understand why this is so interesting to other coaches. I don't like if he was saying, "Hey, listen, we got this trick play that we're going to run, mm-hmm. and we're going to run it in the third quarter." When we're like, "Okay, now you have my attention," but you know, I'm going to play. I'm going to do. Uh, okay, it's just it's it's just the same thing that you're getting at a press conference in a different medium. It's not. It's not the same. What's the, give, give me something that you only get there. He's talking uninterrupted for twenty minutes. Okay, it can't, press it can't be the same. Can go for a long yeah, the press conference. It's uh, let's go to Mike example. from the Athletic. Yeah. Let's go to this. He gets to literally. There are no questions being asked. He okay. has his topics, and he just goes into his own thing. Here's the best way that I could describe it. It probably be best for you to go listen to. Oh, that's not going to happen. And do you, see, do you see why I say that? Because you might, maybe you are right. Maybe it is very, very similar. But I think unless you went and consumed it for yourself, yeah, maybe. you'd be better off trying to say or to decipher it's a little bit different. But I haven't heard anything Have you listened to it? it? Have you ever listened to it? Not a minute. No. Yeah. No? No. Yeah. Yeah, they're... Uh, I, I, need, I need somebody to tell me. He said this on his podcast and made me go, what? Mm-hmm. He said, what? That's what I have. Like, I, I, I haven't gotten that. I've gotten... This is what I thought happened. Like, what was it after game one? Where he's like, guys, we're going to be fine. We're going to yeah. be fine. You know, mm-hmm. that, was that on his pod? Was that part of the pod or was that part of the press conference? I think it was part of his pod. Okay. So yeah, that was, was pod. okay. It was mildly interesting, I guess, mm-hmm. but it wasn't one of these. He, I need the, he said, what kind of moments? And I don't, I think we're getting the I, same I, kind of deal. I do wonder if this, if he's kind of started something with some of these players saying, you know what, I'm going to freaking do that after a game. I'm gonna start doing that after some of these playoff Maybe. games or whatever the case. Maybe, but if if Draymond can't get me juiced, I, I mean, what if Braun has one? Braun Braun is so deliberate in what he does, mm-hmm. and he's so strategic in what he does, and he's so thoughtful in what. What he if does. a player like Odell had one? But D- Odell's interesting, but Draymond is Odell, right? They just yeah. I'm gonna let it rip. This is what's on my mind. Yep. And it still doesn't quite grab me like that. Like Odell's interesting because he's more Draymond than he is Braun. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. But I I would love for him to say something. Wait, what? I would like it to be one of these things, Al, where you have to pick up Travis. Go to minute number twelve of Draymond's podcast. You have to hear. You know what this. I think? You know what I think it was a couple of days ago. That might have been. He might have done it on the pod, the Cedric Maxwell thing. That might have been. It wasn't the pod. Yeah, yeah that might have been from there. <laughs> Did you hear? Said get all twisted up about that. Come on, man. There's 32 Finals MVPs or whatever yeah, he said, and he's one of them. Yes, you are. 
I, Good I, job. I, I don't I don't understand Cedric's I don't know understand what he's trying to accomplish with hey what you do today that was awesome What's that? I think I think you only talked to me on that. No, I think Emily, did you hear me? <laughs> I got it. We're we're yeah. getting all these <laughs> these wires crossed in here. It's okay. Um, but I, I I love how Cedric is like almost as if he wants to suit up against him. I want to know how you heard that. <laughs> Let's go to Max in L.A. Max, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? What's up, man? Um, I'm a DJ. I went to Fairfax High. I used to see Sliwa DJ at the dime. Do you remember those days, Slee? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. The Dude, I remember you used to you used to DJ a hip hop night, and I remember yep. kind of what you were what you were wearing. You were kind of on that like Kanye tip for sure. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Still am, do and you, still you know, DJing. Do you do the one headphone <laughs> oh, yeah. on, one off with the turntables? Like, give me. Do you wear what's what's the guy that wears the mask? Who's that? Uh, marshmallow. Marshmallow. No, I'll take your word for he it. He does Dead wear mouse. the he wears the marshmallow thing on his head. Dead mouse. Yeah. Oh, Dead Mouse, yes. They're him. both wear masks. That's, it looks yeah. like Bender from... Um, the, <laughs> all of that, the, the, yes. What's that show? Yes Futurama. to all of that. He looks like that yeah. guy. I can picture you doing the turntable slee, little fade, little mix. I like it. The Dump is coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. And the battle for L.A. continues as the Angels take on the Dodgers Wednesday, June 15th. Just uh, next week, as a matter of fact. Join us at the Verdugo Bar in L.A. for the ESPN L.A. Freeway Series Watch Party, sponsored by Jim Beam and Hornitos Tequila. The first 20 people to text FREEWAY to 40705 will receive double VIP raffle tickets and extra chances to win sweet prizes. So rep your favorite team's gear. Join us Wednesday, June 15th at the Verdugo Bar. Game time's at 710-3408 Verdugo Road in L.A. for the ESPN L.A. Freeway Series Watch Party. Be there. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. How about this? You would think that this would be arguably the greatest day in franchise history, and maybe it is, but it was today, uh, June 9th, 2009, that the Angels selected Mike Trout with the Mm. 25th overall pick in the Major League Baseball draft. Um, When you think about Trout's career, I've said this before, he's the greatest baseball player I've ever seen with my own two eyes. You know, Bonds is is a very close second because Bonds, right? But Trout did more things than Bonds, I I, I think. Um, We're into the second decade of his career. He's in his 30s. He's played in three playoff games. Hasn't won one. They lost them all. Yep. He's been on way more losing teams than he's been on winning teams. It's... I know baseball is not basketball where one guy can kind of lift the sure, whole organization, sure. but it, it's an odd resume. One of the greatest players ever who hasn't really played in a meaningful game in 10 years. You know, you said something. I'm, I'm going to tie back to this. Remember last week before the final started, and you said it's really odd that Steph Curry, what if they what if they won another championship and Wiggins won a finals MVP or right. Clay, like, but at least he's got this unbelievable resume of championships. Look at the amount of times gone to the playoffs, the whole thing. Do you remember last year? Um, this one just kind of stuck with me when Otani said 
this is all good. I'm trying to win. And you said, you know what? How come I've never heard that from Mike Trout? We don't know what happens behind the scenes. We really don't. But there was something that kind of stuck to me, and I'm like, damn, you're right. Wait, how come Trout hasn't been more vocal about this? How come Trout hasn't demanded or threatened a franchise or an organization? Guys, this is cool. I love it here. Anaheim's fantastic, but I want to freaking win. That always stuck with me. It really did. And it, it kind of, I almost view everything you just said about an individual player with Mike Trout is right. It's fair. It's exactly how it should be. But the other part of it, being that good of a player and never being in the mix of anything, damn. It's weird. That, that's, that sucks. Well, you, you, so here's – I know the response to why hasn't he kind of flexed his muscles, for lack of a better phrase, to get the Angels to improve their roster over the last handful of years is, well, that's not the sort of guy he is. Okay, fine. I, I get it. Remember Rob Manfred a couple of years ago said— Well, what's that mean, the sort of guy? I'll get to it. Okay. So Rob Manfred said, hey, listen, we want to promote him. He doesn't want to do it. Remember that whole dust-up that happened a couple of years ago? And it's like, well, whatever. If he wants to win—and I believe that he does. Yeah. I, I'm, this is not a he's happy being on a bad team. I don't think that's true at all. But he could put— tremendous pressure on the organization if he said something publicly. Maybe it's not in his personality. Maybe he is a, I just want to go to work. I want to play as hard as I can. I want to be the best player I can. And then I'm going to leave the, the rest up to everybody else. Okay. But if you really want to be on the best team possible, if Mike Trout came in and said, listen, I've been here 10 years and I'm getting really frustrated finishing in third place every year. Dun, 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 immediately. Because now it's, do you want out? Well, I'm not saying I want out. I'm saying I want to win. Exactly what Otani did after like year two or three. He's never done it. It would put. It's not fair for me to say this. It's not fair for me to say this, but this is truly how I feel. You almost feel a little less than. Like you feel the way I perceive Trout for maybe not pushing more because he's such. You have said, as big of a baseball fan as you are, and there's sometimes that there'll be a highlight from the 80s this and you're like man I remember when I was watching I know how much you love baseball mm -hmm. and for you to say he's the best player best I've that seen. I've seen watch and then you compare maybe just Barry Bonds on that list and to not get to see this guy in big time situations it makes me and again I don't know what's going on in the background but damn you want to hear something from him you want to hear him plea to fans you want to hear him plea outside of the organization to the media, you, it's almost like you're waiting for that. You, just that, you know, I'm just mad as hell and I'm not going to yes. take it anymore. I can't believe we won 77 games again. What is going on around Has here? he ever had anything like that, he anything says, close oh, to that? He, it's, it's very measured. It's very reasonable. He he wants to win. I believe it. He understands. It's not a, I don't want it, but he's reluctant for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Shohei Otani did it after his, I don't want to say his one good year, but he had the monster MVP season last year. Hey, what do you think? I think I want to win. When and all the eyes were on him. Meant, everybody mm -hmm. knew exactly what it meant, and it hasn't gone the and other way. You know how people say, well, it's not in his in his personality. There are a lot of things you do. You get pushed. You know, if your buttons get pushed to a certain extent, it might be out of your personality to do something that you wouldn't usually do. I would hope at some point that that crossed the line. Maybe 15 in a row. Maybe tonight. <laughs> Maybe when the, you get to 15 not in now, a row he's day-to-day. -day. <laughs> Nick, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. He, boy. You can't win a game. Your best player Trout. goes down. And it was he, he got hurt on a double. He, he had a home run in the first inning. He doubles in like the third or fourth inning or whatever that is. And he's coming around first base. And it's like, whoop, little bit of a knee or groin or whatever. It just 
bad deal. It was this day in 1987, the junior, junior baby skyhook from Magic Johnson to mm. beat the Celtics in the NBA Finals. I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. The Gibson home run, mm-hmm. obviously, and that shot are the two sports things. I can close my eyes. Mm. I can see the whole picture, like where everybody on the court is, where everybody on the field is at Dodgers team. Like that baby skyhook just feels like it happened five minutes ago. That era, the whole 80s era, it's like I, as big of a Laker fan and the whole thing, I'm almost, it sucks that I was a few years behind. You know what I mean? I, I just didn't get to the, the Laker-Celtic rivalry that you always go back to and say, man, that's what kind of made the sport. That's what, that's what I guess you could say, really kind of catapulted it, the NBA. All that stuff, I kind of missed that. It felt weird, like when the Lakers would play somebody, when they played the Pistons in the finals, like, well, this doesn't feel quite right. And when the, the Celtics would play the Rockets or whatever, the Lakers would play the Sixers, like, yeah, it's a tie, this is cool, but I need them to play the Celtics. It just had a whole other layer to it. It is time right now for... Jorge's favorite show, Mason in Ireland. It's yeah. super crosstalk. I don't know if you guys like uh, coached up Jorge or whatever, but one of the first things he did when he came in with us today was vote for Jorge yep. and Mason right. in Never Ireland prouder. for oh, 710 in, in awards. Yes. Never prouder, 710awards.net. <laughs> right. The show loyalty. The, the loyalty. You host can, of the year, fine. associate producer of the year, fine. producer of the year, fine. most knowledgeable host of the year, fine. John Ireland. Yeah. fine. Can I, can I segment of the year ask Slee? Can awards. I say that Mason has said many, many, many times he's in this for the award. <laughs> I understand. I absolutely, I'm am. kind of the opposite. Bergman and I are like, vote for whoever you want. <laughs> That's kind of where I <laughs> yeah. come out. I mean, except for one, which which is the one. Uh, which one you want? Ask Slee. I want him to win. I think for Ashley best is going to win. No, I hope so. That's, yeah, I think Ashley, 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 Ashley is, is not better than Game of Games. It's you, that Ashley needs to win. You can argue all you want. Okay. I'm saying if you win best host of the year, John, I'm 100% okay with that. If I'm he gonna, wins if bo- it's, best host of the year, I'm, wa- I'm yeah, the show right up. Travis, if I win best host of the year, Mason in Ireland is over. <laughs> I will storm out yeah, the yeah. quiet uh, cannon in Montreal. I, 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 I swear to God, this is a true story. Mason and I won one of those Bob Miller Awards, the Southern California Sports Broadcast yeah. Yeah. Awards. Yeah. And they belated congratulations to the two. Thank, thank you. They, I've won three times. Oh, they, well, times uh, three. They they wrote on the trophy John Ireland and Steve Mason. Awesome. Mason refused to accept it <laughs> nope. because his name. He literally threw it in the trash because his name didn't come. Yeah, no, he really threw it in the trash. I believe you. Yeah. Yeah. My name's got to come first. I understand. That's the way. The, the idea. John makes one dollar more than me. <laughs> I've heard that too. And I get my name for it. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, title is very important to me. Yes, very like if you're, doing you're about movie, the economics, he'd be above, he'd, he'd insist on be, about being above the title. So I got a, I got a question for you specifically, John, because I was watching the Dodger game last night, Mace. Yep. And Eric Carroll, they kind of have a rotating cast of color analysts during uh, road games, right? Yes. Oral yes. does the vast majority of the home Dontrell games. Dontrell Willis D- does. Jessica some... Mendoza, Jose Moda. They've yeah. got, they have a handful of guys that have gone through there and women. Um, Carol's cracks me up. The like, best. He's Just so the best. funny, and he's pointed, and he's critical, and he's insightful. But he he okay, does. So- Monty Gondal got a hit last night, right? And he was kind of saying, "Why is this guy batting in the middle of your order? He's batting one thirty, whatever it is." And then very, as he was saying the sentence, base hit. Bam. And Joe Davis kind of goes, "Well, there you go." And he goes, "No, no, no." no. That ball hit his bat. He didn't do anything right there, and it just cracked me up. I thought it was incredibly funny. As a play-by-play guy, right. do you want a guy that's your color guy, a cut-up like that? Is that what you're looking for? 
All right, two things. Now that I know that you like Karos. Love him. So Karos and I both go to Idaho every summer. Okay. And so we're always there at the same time, normally in August. And so the whole time we're there, all we do is play golf before our families wake up. Because okay. we both get up at like 6 in the morning. Play golf. Trav, now that I know you like him, I'm going to get you out there with Karos. Playing golf with Karos is like four hours of that <laughs> without the filters That's of awesome. having to be on Run TV. Big, like, oh, that guy can't hit his way out of a paper bag. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then after it's over, it's like, you know, he goes back into profession. He's the best. But to answer your your Actual question. My favorite part about doing the Laker job is that I get to do it with Michael. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody in the league like him. I don't think. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Slee, <laughs> uh, so you get to do the pregame shows with him. Those, I, I think we would both admit, our respective jobs would be insanely boring without him. Very eccentric man. Yeah. He, you never know what's coming out of his mouth. And a lot of times, he doesn't know what's That's coming what out of his it mouth. so much fun, yeah. Which makes it, hey, let me piggyback on something you guys were just talking about before we walked in. You say that— By the way, I'm not going to let you slide on the Carol's thing. We, you need to hook that up for yeah, me. Yeah, you, and you'll love it. He's, okay. the, he's the best. Um, so you said, Trav, and Mason has made the same statement sometimes on the air, that Mike Trout's the best baseball player you've ever seen. He is. Yep, he is. Can he be if he never wins anything? Yes, sure. absolutely. Is Ted Doesn't Williams matter. the greatest hitter of all time? A lot of people think he is. He never won anything. I, in, Ernie Banks. In, what's weird about this is it would be the only sport that you could do that. Right. Then. I was just going to say it. Yeah. It is. This is unique I think that's to baseball. Too. Mm-hmm. You're dependent on 24 other guys. Yeah. It, it is. But wait, in football, you're dependent on 42 other guys. 50 well, I think roster. all the sports mm-hmm. are different. I think the only sport where you But you, you would never say, say the best football player you've ever seen is somebody who hadn't won. You can't won say Dan not. Marino is the greatest. Probably not. Among quarterbacks. That's mm-hmm. different. Quarterbacks get a disproportionate and, amount. Well, of but the, the quarterback, here's the quarterback the debate's though. over, guys. The, uh, I, I 100% agree with yeah. that. But the difference is the quarterback touches the ball in every play. Right. The quarterback has a direct impact on every snap his team takes. Mike Trout, if he has, a, if they have a good night, he bats five times. Yeah. The ball may never get hit to him. He can only – you can't wait for Mike Trout to get the runner at second base in the ninth inning down by run and say, okay, have Mike Trout bat right now. You can't do that. He bats when he bats. It's kind of yep. up to the gods for all these things to happen. But when you talk about all the tools that a baseball player brings and plays every single night and does hits for power and average and runs and can play, I, I've never seen anything like. It. I'm sure somebody that saw Willie Mays may feel differently. Bonds is a very close second for me, but Trout. I've never seen anybody better than Trout. I, I just wonder. Did I Willie think, Mays win a World Series? I think, yes. I, yeah, early in New York, yeah, right? Yes. Or maybe right. not. We, I want to say 54 they want to win. I'll, I'll look, but yeah. I, I think that's right. Um, all right. The Dodgers finally broke this game open. Jeez. This, uh, they've been, they're losing 4 nothing to the White Sox, but Freddie Freeman's going to get a basis-clearing double here, I think. Um, Freeman or Bellinger? I couldn't tell. 4-2 four, uh, two, four, two White right, Sox. Yeah, Freeman. So, so two-run double. 4-2 White Sox, and uh, they still get two runners on second and third. Um I just don't think, like in basketball. 1954 World Series. Okay, really so nice. In basketball, you would never have a debate about yep. who was the greatest player ever if mm-hmm. the guy had never won it. But that's because you're one of five. Um, for all intents and purposes. And you have the ball in yeah. every I would, possession. I would argue in football, same thing. The reason Tom Brady wins the quarterback debate is the seven Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. But Mike Trout is like, my, the best hitter I ever saw was Tony Gwynn. Just fantastic. Great hitter. Tony, unbelievable. Tony never won a World Series, but he he led the Padres to the World Series into mm-hmm. a couple of division Twice, titles, right? Yeah, eighty four yeah. and ninety eight. Ninety eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, best hitter I've ever seen, but he had some 
success I can point to in the po- in the postseason. Never won the World e- Series, even though he never won the yep. World Series. I would never say Tony is the best baseball player ever. Because um, I would say he's the best hitter. Trout might be. Trout might have like the most unique set of skills, but uh, to me personally, his postseason failure and it's he's zero for three. He's played three playoff games. Not, yep. not completely his fault. But if it, he doesn't get get over that, he's not the best player. It, to it's me. I, I have a hard time with that for the simple reason of have the Angels not gone to the playoffs because Mike Trout has underperformed? No, no, no. unless you point to the injuries. Okay, but he's really only missed last season was the first season he's missed a lot of time with injuries. That's really he's been in the league ten years roughly. He's had right. one season that was injury riddled. Other than that. He's a pretty durable guy. Yeah. He, his, his performance, not only is it extraordinary, you know he's a lot like LeBron. With, take the championship stuff, like that you kind of lose track of how amazing LeBron is because he went to the very top and never came down. He just sat there at this plateau, this plateau of greatness. Trout kind of did the same thing. It's yeah. not like he had a great year and then fell back and then another great. It's just up there, A+, plus, yeah, A+, plus, A+. Trout can't plus. help that he's in, you know, what – he doesn't pitch. What we would call a bad organization. I mean, but it's I, been but I get 20 the case. Years. I mean, the, the case of making the postseason, you're right that, of course, there's so many different elements that makes a squad once you do get to the postseason. But the fact that he's never won a playoff game, we are just arguing, but complaining. But they haven't been in playoff yeah, he's games. Had, That's he's the problem. But isn't that part Not, of the issue? But no, if, if he were the guy that went over. September every year, and they cratered because he couldn't get a hit. They're bad because they can't get anybody out. That's not what he does. Baseball well, does. By that the way, thing. the logo for Major League Baseball is Harmon Killebrew, who right. never won a World Series. Yeah. Um. Ooh, Dodgers got another run. Um. Okay. The um. The yeah. The the debate though that that's like the knock on Patrick Ewing, mm-hmm. the knock on Chris Paul is never. You're not an unbelievable Hall of Fame player. You are. Mm-hmm. She can't be the best player if you don't win. Yeah, and and so I, I'm just wondering why that doesn't now because it's now that he's been in the league sport. ten years. It's just a totally yeah, different game. Yeah, and I've I've watched him with my eyes. I mean, I I haven't seen anybody every year be number one or number two as most valuable player. And they, but there were a lot of years where I wouldn't even consider trading Trout one for one for anybody. Yeah, I think I would now. Oh, one I, for one. Yeah, I think I, I, I Otani. I think I would rather have Otani than Trout right no now. No way. I think maybe Mookie. I mean, no, I'd still take Trout. Yeah, I'd take it, Trout. I, I, I would sit there and I think about it for a minute, but I think I'd take Trout. And I, I would, I'd take Trout before I took. How about Otani. Soto? Soto's still getting started. You know what I mean? He's and he doesn't so have. He's twenty two. And he doesn't yeah. have twenty two years. He doesn't old. have all the tools. Yeah, of Trout. No, and he's amazing. By the he's way, amazing. Seven times, mm-hmm. Mike Trout has been top two for MVP in what ten seasons? Yeah. Decent. Seven out of ten one, times he's been top two And one two of those seasons was he basically didn't play. Yeah, you're, Trav, the LeBron comparison is really interesting. But I don't think people ever started talking about LeBron as the greatest ever until he started winning titles. But I, I, I think the basketball, the, yeah, yeah, the basketball and the baseball sport. of it is different. I got, I got one for you guys. So we were talking about high school. I forget how we got on the subject about high school yearbooks. And did you guys have senior quotes in your yearbook, like your little line that you would put under your name? I didn't have God, one. I'm, I didn't have Emily, one. Emily, what was sure yours? I, I'm sure I, like I did, but I don't remember it. I, we um, didn't have them. I always kind of wanted to have them. But she had a line from 30 Rock that she went. Jorge had something deep and metaphysical that he couldn't quite remember. <laughs> oh, yeah, so, Trav, if I gave you a yearbook quote now, like right, that day you've lived a little life, what are you going with? I'll take one of each. 
That, that's, that would be <laughs> yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, I'll take one of each. Uh, uh, mine would be a line from a Jimmy Buffett song. Okay. Okay, you ready? If it suddenly ended tomorrow, I could somehow adjust to the fall. Good times and riches and sons of a bitches, I've seen more than I can recall. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Mace, did you have one? Uh, mine would be... I want the awards. I'm low-key faded, bro. <laughs> yeah, it seems oddly appropriate. Yeah, no, it's, uh, Dude, did you guys do your reunions and all those things? Janice I, has got hers coming up. I never went to high school. Now, I all my fraternity brothers came out here, okay. and we, we hung out just a couple of weeks ago, which was cool, but I never went oh, back. Oh, like recently? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, like two weeks ago. Five Dodgers. runs for the Dodgers in the fifth. Dodgers up 5-4. There you go. About time. It's a... Explosion. So so yeah so we we all got together which was really cool I've never gone back to a high school reunion I think I'm I got invited to go speak uh, back at my university uh, Bowling Green in the fall so I'm going to go there and like, speak awesome. in a class or like, like, like a, a lecture to the communication school all right. or something yep. like that so I'm going to do that but honestly I don't remember that many people I went to high school with if I had I had my my 40th was this year okay and it was on the same weekend I was going to Pinehurst with Worthy so That's I went to easy, Pinehurst easy to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy call. First, did you do 10, 20, and 30? No. No, none of them? No, I went to one of them, but I had to leave early because I had to go to Lisa's family reunion in Pittsburgh. I, they're, I would think of the voice un- of the Lakers. You'd want to strut a around a little bit. They're a little uncomfortable. They're yeah, very they are. uncomfortable. I agree with you. They're a little uncomfortable because people remember you, and if you don't remember them, you're staring at the name exactly. tag. And, mm. and exactly. It's, but isn't that, that's one of the few times it's okay to go, hey, uh, Oh, oh, Cindy, of course. How Cindy, are you? And it's who kind are of a, you exactly? It's kind of a little bit of a mom who prom. Who are you exactly? You know what I mean by uh-huh. that? In that the girls dress up, and it's a very big deal to the girls. And the guys all dress like we're dressed now and just walk in. And uh, and so it's a little more – it seemed a little more important to the girls. Were you guys. voted anything in your high school yearbook? Like voted most likely to no? – I was not. I was not. I I, uh, I was not most anything. I was not the class clown or the most handsome or the class president or the dumbest. I was I was nothing. I was a rank and file Arcadia yeah. High School. Slee, what student. about you? It was something funny related, like cracking jokes. I used to crack jokes a lot. But kind did of, you really? When, give when me did one. You quit. <laughs> when did you quit cracking jokes? When did you write that down <laughs> and use that as your material today? Yeah. But it was kind of the. Kind of similar, low key, just kind of throw one out there here and there. So, I was voted most likely to go to Hollywood, which really? turns out to be like the most they got it right thing in the world. Yeah. So I went to high school with my wife. Okay. Oh, okay. So wow. She, and, and, were you high school sweethearts in high school? Yes. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. So Wait, can I can I ask you like a super? This is a super personal question, and you can elect not to answer. Okay. Did you have? Okay. Well, let me ask this question first. When you went to you went to UCSB, right? I did. Did you? Split up with your wife, or did you stay? Were you still dating? Her? We stayed. We stayed. She went to Cal Poly, okay. and we stayed together. So you are like my friend Rob. If I'm if I'm taking this right, is Susan the only person you've ever slept with? I refuse to answer that okay. on the grounds it may incriminate. Yeah, me. My, my yes, my, I, I don't blame you. My buddy, <laughs> my buddy Rob, it, uh, who I had dinner with recently, told me that, and I said, "So do you feel like you missed out?" He goes, "No." I'm glad I got it. He goes, I'm glad I got to her early. Yeah. He goes, he's the only, no. uh, only person. He's only, he's only ever had sex with one person his oh, whole life, wow. and it's his wife. They're still married, and they're really happy. So when we go I'm to the to reunion. One. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Well, now. 104. No, no. Now you got to tell my favorite joke. Oh, you got to yeah. tell the U-Haul joke. Okay. So what do lesbians do on a second date? I don't know. They rent a U-Haul. What do gay guys do on a second date? 
I don't know. What second date? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the great jokes of all time. <laughs> Trav, you got a story for everybody? You want to save it for the Mandy no, I'm Awards? Not, I'm not saying anything after that. There's no way to, there's no way to follow that. I look, I if there's one thing I've learned, it's when you do get not up, go get, yeah, I am done and stage. I know that crosstalk goes to one twelve. Not today it doesn't. Yeah, Mason and Ireland go. coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.